0: Welcome to another edition of the Bombastic Podcast. I'm your host, Imani Wilson. And I'd like to welcome all the listeners and viewers to me at good health. I, I feel really good. I feel really good. Um, let, let me let me just go ahead and just preface all of this in saying right now, um, I think the first two episodes, the yeah, episodes zero and one, I was like being decimated with fucking something going on with my health, but I'm still trying to give you guys my 100%, even though I have probably said I'm operating now at about 99%, you know, I'm not 100% as of yet, it's still like a weird little cough, but either way, we're going to get through this shit, because like I said, it's the fucking winter, and I've been able to thug it, and do exactly what it is I've had to do to get better, and I can tell you what my secret has been, my secret has been exactly what you see before you right now resilience, dedication, some fucking wool, you know, fleece, just pretty much making sure to stay warm and well, eating good. I went on a Mediterranean diet while I was fucking sick, which is kind of wild, but I definitely did it. So shout out to, you know, all the places that I would go around and just get as much antioxidants in my diet just so I could, you know, be strong. But Otherwise, I'm feeling good, man. You know, um, as you can tell with this podcast, it looks a lot fucking different. And that's because I'm operating with my newest obsession, my um, new camera. So, you know, I'm just rocking off of that now. And um, anybody knows, you know, you you get a new gadget, especially as a creative. You are going to be locked into a very lovely relationship with that shit. So for me, it's like getting all the little nuances down. I'm constantly online, like looking up the different accessories I need to get for this shit, and you know, not not to be a mis- not to make it a fucking mystery. And it's not like it's the latest of the latest. That's the self-deprecating part of me. Uh, I got a Canon C100 uh, camera, and the funniest shit is, is that you know, at one point when I got it. Uh, I kept looking up online because so many motherfuckers on YouTube and it's crazy fucking online like validity and validation. It's just the fucking weird society we live in. But anyway, I go online just to check to see, all right, Canon C100 in 2019. Is it a worthwhile investment? And you know, I mean, the thing is it shoots. It's strange because it shoots in 4K, but it doesn't process as 4K. It's like a very ramped up, quality of 1080p if that makes any sense i know what fuckers are like um start talking about the crazy silly shit because you're talking about nerd shit that i don't really know but for the techies out there for the video folks um i would say as far as it being a worthwhile investment absolutely i initially had a canon t3i canon rebel t3i and i had that shit since about 2012 so this was like my first camera investment in fucking almost 10 years so you know, for me, my biggest thing was I need to make a jump. I'm continuing to make more investments because I pretty much want my camera A, which is going to be a 4K camera. And then I want my camera C, which is just going to be my like travel the fuck around and vlog and dick around camera. Just because, you know, I like I said, I have a production company that I'm literally building up brick by brick by brick, piece by piece. So I want to be able to come up. As the person aware, when I go to a client, because the thing is, one thing I say about my business, and it's always funny, especially in video, and most creatives can can attest to this, you always have folks like, oh, yeah, I would love to hire you for such and such and such. Oh, yeah, so how much would that be? I I don't throw numbers out anymore. I always say, what's your budget? Because what I'm going to do with these three cameras, because I've got one secured now, what I'm going to do with the other two is, I'm going to give you fucking tears. There's going to be the one where if you say, well, I could do it for such and such and such, that A is going to depend on whether I'm making myself available, whether I want to fucking be available, and the whole nine yards. And I'm going to come up with some shit that's going to come out right of my pocket. Boop. So because you mentioned that, here's your motherfucking budget camera. Then the latter as we go on. So, you know, it's all about, you know, being able to determine your worth. And, you know, that that's important. That's important in all facets of life. Personal and business. So yeah, I'm giving you like guru gems of how to survive illness in the winter. You know, um, making worthwhile investments into yourself. You know, and being able to determine your own worth and value in 2019. So we're opening this shit up so far on a really really good note. And you know, for me that that makes me feel good. Oh, and of course, you know, with all of this, you know, it's just all about increasing the production value. So, you know, obviously, you know, as we go along, there's going to be more things I'm going to add on, such as guests, different segments, uh, different studio spaces. Because right now I'm operating out of my lair right now, which allows me to be in my most utmost comfortable. That's why, you know, I'm in here chilling now, you know, flannel and Akuma Scully and more than anything, just increasing the fucking values like this is going to be fucking excellent because this is going to come through for all things. And if I'm not feeling something, then you just got to hit the bullshit detected. Take precautions. got a bullshit button for calling shit exactly for what it is. I think that's important. And then you don't ever want to give an asshole like me a little mini soundboard because then it's a fucking rap. Because then my thing is, again, uh, you see me, you know, obviously there's a light the new light attachment I got. Hopefully shit don't die through this whole fucking shoot because then I may have to literally clip and stop midway and I'd hate to do that. But regardless, see the light. New fucking camera. Motherfucking editor. Like, pretty soon advertising because I really want to like go ahead and make sure my shit is as disseminated as much as possible. So... Maybe even another, you know, on that motherfucker. So you know, and then again, these little boards. Look, I think the shit's fucking worthy. I think the shit's worthwhile. If I do say so myself. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. (laughs) It's just so fucking ridiculous. Like sincerely, like (coughs) I fucking saw this shit at the store. I was like, I'm the worst motherfucker to give some shit like this too, because then. You know, somebody say some dumb shit, I'm gonna be like, just hit you with them. No, motherfucker. No. Okay. You did not get that. Do not collect. Do not fucking go past go. Do not collect $200. So, yeah, man, Um, I'm just having a fucking ball right now. It just it just feels good. You know, like I said, to um continue to go on this journey with you guys, I've been getting fucking amazing feedback, and it's it's dope from like new listeners. I mean, total strangers that I don't know, cause the podcast is on all available platforms now. Um, this video so far, I can say, if we're in the first like, okay, like eh, eh, first ten minutes or so of this whole thing, I didn't realize I was talking that much, but. So far, if you're watching this video or you're listening to this podcast, hopefully you will like, comment, share, leave a review, and, you know, please, by all means, give me feedback. I'm also going to include a, a um, segment towards the very back end, not even a segment, just open up for suggestions, because I had somebody mention to me that they wanted um, they wanted me to cover certain items and stuff. And, and, and let's also, let, let's get this very clear before we open Pandora's fucking box. I'm not here for... Every fucking suggestion that's gonna be out there, there's obviously gonna be a filtration system. So if you come to me and go, "Yo, dude, like, like you, like you should totally cover animal videos like that," Tony Baker, no, no, Tony Baker, cram, no, that shit is incredible as it is. Let him cram (laughs) off of his own esteem. So you know, certain things within reason, I'll cover. Like you know, certain talking points, certain. You know, topics of discussion, especially if it falls within the show's criteria. I feel like right now I'm all about getting, you know, um, as many diverse groups, you know, obviously getting the lowest common denominators. I, I mean, I got to because th- this shit is just it's always going to be raunchy. It's going to be raunchy whether I'm, like I said, 99 percent, 70 percent, whatever, 110 percent, whatever the case may be. I'm, I just want to cater to the raw and the real. And all the nerdy shit and artsy fartsy pop culturey shit that you know that people talk about anyway. It's just you know I'm just trying to put a fucking uh, a voice and a face to the shit because beyond that, you know you know pe- people don't fucking talk. They don't. Like people will text you. They'll. Comment some shit. They'll tag you to a post. But people don't talk. Like, like you you, have, you ever hang out with somebody from the fucking internet? Like, I understand I'm some random dude from the internet. But you ever hang out with a motherfucker from the internet? I Meaning, like, this is, like, someone that you know has been chilling on your Facebook fucking list or your Instagram for a long time. You meet them at a public space? I'm just saying, God bless you. But have the time, it's not... Mm, I don't know. I I I don't know what it is. I think... As people, we have to make ourselves more accustomed to being in social settings. I honestly think we need to like really go back to the art of conversation. Cause if not, motherfuckers are kinda like weird in person. Dude, I'm just gonna call it what the fuck it is. Like like I, I I've even had like weird shit. Like I remember this one time this one um girl. That I had, um, she just randomly added me on Facebook, and then there was some like nerd-based party events. Sexy nerds, all the shout out to all those in the New York area. You, if you, if you, you're, you know, you're a true nerd that go that does the party scene. If you've been to several sexy nerd parties, if you've been to um, the Sonic Boombox parties, many of those other sort of parties. Shout out to those motherfuckers. They always do it up. But I remember it was a sexy nurse party and this girl, she added me on Facebook and she was just like, hey, you know, I can't wait to see you there. Whatever the case may be. I was like, okay, bet. I was like, cool. She looks good. All right, cool. She randomly added me, wants to see me at the party. I'm like, cool. I'm feeling myself because I'm like, okay, I'm going to randomly just meet one at the party. So make a long story short, break out from my friends who I invited to go out to this whole thing and then finally link up with her in person. It was like... I'm like, hey, how you doing? It's just, hi, hey. And I'm thinking to myself, like, okay, um, you know, I know I'm not a two-face. Meaning, like, what you see here is what you get in person, on Instagram. I don't do filters and all that other bullshit. Trust me, I know how to snap my angles and all that shit. But, I mean, I'm not no Travis Scott. I ain't no funny fucking world, Abe's Odyssey-looking motherfucker. Okay, I'm a handsome dude. Okay. You know, I'm, you know, I'm a friendly, pr- friendly, easygoing guy. So I knew it wasn't like, okay, it's not like, like she's feeling catfish right now. It was just weird. So, you know, and then I found myself like, Hey, you want to maybe go get a drink or something like that? Or like, Hey, you want to play one of the games that are here or something? Cause I'm like, yo, they got fucking Mario Kart right there. Like we can break the fucking ice. Like let's break this ice. Cause these Awkward fucking turtles that I'm getting from you right now is it's just weird. And make a long story short, I pretty much find myself just bouncing out and just being like, "All right, so yeah, I'll be right back. I'm gonna go go get a drink and just didn't come back. And then and then she texts me like, "Hey, where'd you go?" And I'm like, "I told you, I went to get a drink. Plus, dude, you're fucking weird, man. <laughs> it's just like, what the fuck am I supposed to do with that?" So you know, I I really think it's just important and in, you know, summation. That, you know, you you, you definitely want to be as personable with people as you can when you're with them. That's why I don't do that being on the phone shit. That's why I don't do any of that. Like, this past fucking weekend, I was out and about with all my folks, you know. You know, like, I'm talking, like, we were at Hibachi, you know, getting drunk, motherfuckers squirting sake, all of it. I, I got hit with a sake bukaki basically, this fucking weekend, and it was wild, I, you know, and I fucking spent mad bank on fucking hibachi and just drinks, and uh was just fucking going in and enjoying myself, and I'm just telling myself now, like, damn, you know, like, fuck, people don't do this sort of shit as much as, as they do as much as they used to, like, they just don't, like, and the thing is, when you do go to, and, and when people do go to events, they fucking, like, have to post it online, like, for me, I don't... I don't really do it. Like I'll like semi be like, hey, I'll take a picture of like the menu and maybe a a picture of us taking a toast and maybe like the birthday video because my boy Chester's birthday and shit. Shout out to Chester. And you know, and you know, um, we'll go ahead and like shoot the fucking video of the shit just for like memory's sake. But beyond that, dude, I'm not the motherfucker doing all this shit. Hey, selfie, uh, picture my food. Fuck that. Be in the real world. Don't get caught in this digital space of likes and shares and comments and shit. Unless, of course, it's this fucking video or this podcast. You like, you comment, and share. You tell your auntie. You tell your weird, awkward cousin, who would probably be one of my best fucking friends, and I would probably get them drunk unless they don't drink because I wouldn't peer pressure them. Either way, like, comment, and share this podcast. I plugged that twice so far in the first, like, 20 minutes. But, um... You know, the whole thing is, is that, you know, you just want to enjoy your life, live your life. You know, I'm feeling good. You know, like I said, my vitality is on fucking high. So I'm feeling real good about that right now. So, you know, like like I said, you know, it it, it was definitely, you know, it was definitely a fun weekend. But speaking of this weekend, okay, because by the time this comes out, it's not too far from all the events that we're going to go through today, because now, you know, is my segment where I got to go through the popular shit happening on the Web. So let's let's talk about it. I know you've probably tried to avoid it, depending on where you fall on the scale of people, where you know all kinds of other shit and stuff may be going on. It was the eye bowl. Wouldn't shit super about it. Let's just let's let's just call that for what it is, okay? Let's just call it for what it is. It was the eye bowl. I was in Boston at the time watching this motherfucking game, okay? And let me tell you, I was working while doing while while doing this up in Boston. So I was working doing this shit. And I'm just looking at it and I'm just like, what what like what the fuck is going on? And as a football fan, you know, it, it pains me because my favorite teams are like Arch Nemesis to the New England Patriots, who happen to win their fucking six fucking Super Bowl, second in, and and back to back years. It, it it just you know, it, it just well excuse me, not back to back years, but second in recent years, but it, it just fucking hurt. To have to sit here and fucking see this shit. But, you know, I mean that that was that was just the truth of the matter. But I mean the game was fucking terrible. The fucking Rams sucked ass. They let some they they let LA sports down. LA sports right now is in a bad way. Dodgers got their ass whipped by the Red Sox, okay? The fucking Rams got fucking embarrassed by the fucking Patriots. Talk call it a defensive struggle. No the fuck it wasn't. Okay, motherfuckers got outclassed. Let's just speak about this for a second. I don't know nerds like, oh, I don't care about sports can't wait for this bit to be over i'm just gonna go and make it brief brief summation to you so in nerd terms i'm gonna tell you what this was this was if you've ever seen the anime dragon ball z cell games when perfect cell made the cell games and hercule tried to step up the fucking perfect cell that's what the equivalent of this shit was it was why the fuck is my time being wasted because there was no real competition here you pretty much gave another team the fucking uh, championship and you embarrassed your entire sports fucking city with taking that terrible ass loss. So it was the eyeball I- wouldn't shit super about it, and it was actually one of the worst rated as far as like viewership, Super Bowls in recent fucking like history. like in over a decade, like mad people tuned the fuck out. And some of that, I think, is due to the game. Some of it's because a lot of people don't like the teams in it. Because let's just call it the fuck it is. People tired of the fucking Patriots. Okay? Look, Brady, you got enough of a whole fucking, a whole infinity gauntlet of fucking championships. We get it. Cool, the GOAT conversation's fully in play now. You got six rings. No other QB has ever done that with a single team. We got it. We got it. Go the fuck somewhere. Because every fucking year he plays, he's furthering the time that he's going to get into the Hall of Fame. So he's just being a dickhead at this point. So I'm like, go ahead. And I'm not just saying that because I'm a Jets fan. I'm saying that because I'm like, at this point, like I keep saying, the fuck else you have to prove? And the Rams, LA teams, like I said, Dodgers, Rams, L- lay biscuit in the Lakers. Come the fuck on. Like, you guys got to step some shit up. You've getting your ass whipped, like, ridiculously lately. It's fucking terrible. It's fucking terrible. And I got to take this moment to shout out again the sponsor of this fucking podcast. Of course, the drink of the motherfucking day, the week, the month, and the year water. Stay hydrated. Got to. But... That's not um that that's just not it, you know. Just just wasn't a good fucking Super Bowl. It was the High bowl, But I mean, I'm not going to just sit sit there and just fucking speak only upon that shit because fuck that. Like, right, I'm I'm get I'm getting to the nerdy shit now. Speaking of nerdy shit, let's talk about it. Um Justice League came out how long ago? And now we don't have a Batman because it has been announced that ben affleck will not be reprising his role as batman and it says following the announcement of batman's june 2021 release date so it's coming out in two years it appears that ben affleck is officially done playing batman this is on superherohype.com It says, Reeves is reportedly looking for a younger Bruce Wayne slash Batman in his film, which doesn't leave much room for Affleck. Regardless, Affleck reacted to the news with a gracious message for Reeves via his Twitter account. And I got to give him props for this shit. Because, you know, he could have easily said some slide shit, did some shade, like, fuck y'all. You ain't never going to get another Batman like me. But what he did was he's he's like, excited for hashtag the Batman in summer 2021 and to see Matt Reeves' vision come to life. That's some gracious shit. So now let's talk about it. He was um, Batman for Justice League, his um, brief uh, cameo in Suicide Squad, and then fuck, I feel like there's another movie I'm missing. I'm missing out on Justice League, Suicide Squad, and then what else was he? Oh, duh, Batman v Superman. So Affleck was Batman for three movies, which isn't bad. That that's that's typically your run for like a a, a, a like you know, main superhero character that may be a standalone. What's fucked up is, is that he didn't have his own standalone film as of yet, but obviously they want to go in a younger direction. You know, um, I know they tried to pull Frank Miller's older, darker, grittier, more veteran grizzle. I've seen fucked up shit, Batman. I'm going to be honest with you though, as far as where I think I'd rank Affleck and the pantheon of people that play Batman, He's not cracking the top three for me. He's not. I'd probably say he rounds out maybe number four. Number one for me personally is always gonna be Val Kilmer. I like Val Kilmer as Batman. Number two is definitely gonna be fucking Christian Bale only because the story was captivating. It's Christopher Nolan. If if you like I I think it's gonna take us many years to be removed to really take in that Christopher Nolan did a fucking Batman trilogy. Like, if you think about that, you just think about the, sh- the movies and the capacities and that-, that he makes movies and films. So, you just think about it. Christopher Nolan's Batman. Like, yeah. So, I would say Val Kilmer. Then you got to throw fucking Christian Bale. And then third, um, you got to go Adam West. And I say you gotta go Adam West because he was the OG fucking Batman from Batman 66. You know the the fucking you know from the TV series. You just got to. Then from there I'd say you go ahead and throw fucking Batfleck up there because George Clooney's fucking Batman. It's fucking horrible. Bat nipples and a fucking debit card. Come on, B. I need I need you cut it the fuck out. Otherwise, um, I, I think I think it's actually a good look on Warner Brothers' part. Because I feel like right now, they're trying to shape their universe the right way. You know, Marvel's had a head start for a minute now. And I'm tired of people needing to compare the fucking two. Let motherfucking DC be great. Okay? There's no need to have to compare the fucking two. No need to have to compare the fucking two. Was Aquaman pretty much like Black Panther underwater, but what does Samoan do? Yeah, kinda. But fuck it. It was still cool. Like, let it just... Be cool. You don't have to size it up to what they're doing in Infinity War. Like stop the fucking comparison. So, new Batman, I'm with it. Now, here's the interesting shit as far as the new Batman rumors that are going on. So, of course, they say John Ham, which I'm just like, I don't know if I really want, you know, like I don't know if I really want my man John Ham to be fucking to be fucking Batman. It just it just doesn't sit well with me for some reason. I'm like, for some reason, uh, no, he, it, it, feel, it feels like he's like a lateral move at best from Affleck. Whoever it is you want him to be more young, more versatile, someone that could be, you know, that could look like they're more physical. What I thought was fucking dope was this motherfucker from the fucking Punisher Netflix series, Ben Barnes, the same motherfucker that was just playing, that was just Jigsaw, this motherfucker wants to fucking play Batman. He literally posted some shit on fucking Twitter speaking about it, like fucking superimposed his head onto the Batman body. That that's that's not that's not bad fucking that's not bad fucking casting, really. I really think it'd be fucking dope. Like think about that, a Billy Russo Batman. That that shit is kind of dope. Like I I, I think that would be kind of cool. I think that's a nice Dark Horse uh, choice. But I mean, we'll see. You know, um, you know it. It could be a complete unknown. It could be some fucking model. You know, you 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 never fucking know how they do these fucking things. I just, you know, I just say DC, just get your shit together and give me the fucking Green Lantern movie that I deserve and those other Green Lantern fans deserve. Anyway, fuck Batman. So that's dumb. Let's speak about some shit that's fucking ridiculous now because it was the big thing in the month of January. I feel like every year you always get your memes that are like the big thing like week to week or for the whole month whatever the case may be because this shit is just fucking ridiculous. I need to know the exact source and this and it this will be good for like feedback. So whoever's listening to this, you know, please give me feedback because I would love to source upon this because I I didn't dig that deep. I just went surface level because you know I don't really I'm not that committed to knowing. But what the fuck was all of the shaggy bullshit? You motherfuckers do too much on the internet. Sincerely. I got a whole segment dedicated to that, but I just had to talk about it. Like, I'm like, when, like, why is Shaggy the great and powerful? Like I'm seeing shit about, oh, you know, Shaggy impregnated me with, with his thumb and oh, you know, oh no shit. Shaggy created, you know, you know, in the beginning it was, it was fucking, it was Scooby Snacks. I'm like, why the fuck is Shaggy like fucking Dr. Manhattan level like OP right now? I don't understand this fucking shit with these memes. I don't. I don't get it. Like I. I, I remember just looking up and just seeing. Shout out to fucking AK, my homie AK, cause, cause she's like a professional shit poster on Facebook. So um, I remember just going up on and seeing all these shaggy memes that I'm seeing. Like my man. Um, Damian, L- it's Damian Lillard, I think. I think is the actor's name. I could be getting his name getting his name wrong. He's S.L.C. Punk. He plays Shaggy in the live action, um, in the live action Scooby-Doo film. I was seeing all these like crazy captions with fucking like Shaggy being uh, like fucking omnipotent, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like, I just don't understand where the fuck the Shaggy memes came from. Like, I don't know. So. Whoever knows, please give me the feedback on that, cause that shit was fucking crazy. I mean, it's it's dying down a little bit now, but every now and then I'll still see some shit with Shaggy. It was so bad, motherfuckers were petitioning to get him into Mortal Kombat, the new Mortal Kombat 11 that's fucking coming out, and they were like, "Yeah, dude, yeah, we, we gotta have it." And I'm like, "Wait a minute, Warner Brothers." I'm like, "Warner Brothers, do they have the rights to fucking?" I think I think they might I think they might have the rights to Scooby Doo. I think they might, cause if so. They might be able to make that happen. And I'd be curious to see if they do it. It's just fucking ridiculous. Just the idea how OP fucking Shaggy has been. Because I'm like, what the fuck? Like, it's always a stupid fucking meme that's coming out. And yeah, that Shaggy shit. I just need to get fucking clarity on that because that was fucking ridiculous. But if we're going to actually go back for a second, speaking of shit that's ridiculous. Um, and th- and this is like touching into the fucking um, Super Bowl a bit. Can we talk about you talk about somebody's fucking OP? Can we talk about how like Jordan Peele is just dunking on motherfuckers? When I say dunking on motherfuckers, okay. Jordan Peele of Key & Peele fame went from being this like really funny just like slapsticky, like actor and writer and director, and then he just took a complete fucking left with Get Out and that shit had people like whoa. Okay, this was kind of dope. You just made this weird, like Hitchcock-like social commentary on race and race relations, and made it into like the hard into a horror theme. That's dope, and and was one of the blackest cinematic experiences I've ever had. I'm talking motherfuckers, uproariously fucking like talking through the whole thing. Like no sis, no sis, no. And I'm just like you motherfuckers. But even more so. The movie *Us* that's coming out, that has been a mind fuck for the most part, and I'm kind of curious to see what comes of that. But then it's not slowing down. The fuck train has no brakes. Now you're replacing Rod Sterling basically now, as because 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 you, you know how fucking kids are now. They'll see *The Twilight Zone*, see black and white, and go nah fuck that. I'm not watching no shit in black and white. I'm gonna see this new shit. I'm gonna run with it. So. Pretty much replacing Rod Sterling as the narrator, for as the host narrator, and I'm pretty sure director and creative genius behind this Twilight Zone fucking reboot. Jordan Peele's on fucking fire right now. Like I'm wondering if we're literally looking at what will probably be like someone who may be considered like the Black Alfred Hitchcock, because that because that that's the trajectory he's on right now. <laughs> Like, like like since fucking get out and which get out was a fucking hit it was a fucking major success um us is probably going to also be a hit just based off of hype you know hopefully it gets good reviews and the twilight zone shit it's like dude this motherfucker is like one netflix deal of redoing the outer limits away from like really like i said being a next hitchcock like fucking director that we probably have ever seen. Like it's kind of crazy how he's like getting a fucking strong arm on the motherfucking on the strong arm on the market for this kind of shit. So I don't know, man. I think I think motherfuckers have slept on Jordan Peele. I I got to give him props. Like he's won plenty of awards for his fucking for his fucking directorial debut for Get Out. And then now again, you know, Us is highly anticipated, and now The Twilight Zone is coming out highly anticipated. So shout outs to fucking. Jordan Peel right now. It's fucking Black History Month. Let's speak about the fucking excellence that Jordan Peel is coming through right now. Cause like I said, he is dominating shit right now. It's almost like every other fucking instance, like he's popping up with something. So you, you, you gotta you gotta get that man his props. Cause I remember like seeing that shit during the Super Bowl. And I was just like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Like, I fucking, I remember hearing and reading about the Twilight Zone coming out. But then once I saw he was hosting it, because I was like, oh, okay, maybe he's just directing and doing a bunch of writing for it. But then now you're also hosting the motherfucker? Like, that's crazy. It's it's just a wild departure from comedy. I don't think I've ever seen some shit like this before. I don't think so. Like, it's it's kind of fucking wild. But I dig it. It's fucking dope. I, I love it. We getting that black surrealism going, motherfuckers. You got to love it um speaking of 11 let's talk about gaming one of my favorite loves smooth transition so we smooth it out towards the end um you know overwatch let's just get it out the way now because overwatch didn't have some like really big shit overwatch announced the new um paris map which is supposed to be another competitive map which i think may most likely be either um another payload or another king of the hill style map what fucked most people up was the fact that it was um teased with the fucking image of a like omnic like i don't know if you want to call it like an omnic like what's the word i want to i want to say because because it wasn't total burlesque but it was kind of like yeah like a can-can girl like one of those fucking can-can girls Motherfuckers thought that was Zenyatta and Drag, and I'm like, y'all are wild. That ain't fucking Zinny and Drag, y'all just fucking wild. But the point is, it's called Paris. So it's making me think the very minute they start doing new maps and shit like that around an event, this is just telling me that they need to cut the bullshit and just announce the next character, okay? I got on a good authority to know that the next character, like most people who have followed fucking Overwatch, for the people who are still paying attention to the site because they're like, I don't fucking follow Overwatch, I don't give a shit. So, bringing Overwatch to a close because Chinese Lunar New Year so far has been... Or better yet, no. Chinese Lun- Lunar New Year so far has been... Pretty fucking much. Like, come on. This shit has been ass, okay? Shit is dry. So, I need Overwatch. I need Blizzard. Let's, let's get this new hero going. Okay? Let, let's get it going. Let's announce him. i um, pretty sure it's um, Echo, the support character that we saw in the McCree short. Because any characters you ever see in those Blizzard animated shorts are typically in the motherfucking game. So if it's not going to be Echo, then it needs to again be the fucking homie to D.Va that she's been fucking friend zoning since that fucking last D.Va animated short that came out. Eloy, Overwatch, get your shit together. Your shit right now, once again, is very... So let's fucking go. Let's get this shit going. But let's talk about what's popping right now. So as of this recording, as of the date of this recording, um, Apex Legend has come out. This is a battle royale from the studio that made Titanfall 2. It's based in the Titanfall lore and universe, the world, if you will. And I got a chance to play it with some of my... um, clan earlier today of course shout out to the skss clan some kind of suicide squad again my clan slash cult father loves you and um you know i was able to play with i was able to play with some of them um today and i gotta i, I gotta feel for it i gotta tell you you know it's another battle royale game people are calling it the Fortnite killer because it's a free it's a free-to-play game that's across all the platforms i want to say I personally, and I know I've interjected a lot of my personal opinions on video games because obviously if you're listening to this podcast, you're watching this podcast, you have some sort of value in my opinion or at least entertained by my opinion. I personally like Battle Royale games. Really, I don't like it because here's my problem. When it comes to FPS games, I prefer enclosures of a map or at least a map that, you know, it's like a Halo map. Halo maps are wide and diverse, but it's not enough. But it's not like a battle royale situation where you pretty much get to go hoard a bunch of goods and then you and your team get to either post somewhere, or be at a distance, and just try to pop shots the very first minute that you see somebody. I miss that old school get in a warthog or get into the throughway of like a building area, firefight. All of this like like fucking like fucking semi-automatic sniper and scope ship all of that bullshit. It's whack to me. It's whack. I don't really like the battle royale genre. It gets really whack to me because all you're doing is just hoarding a bunch of materials and trying to survive on the map for as long as you can. That's why fucking Fortnite got tired for me real quick. I probably say in like the first like two weeks of playing the fucking game, I was like, I right, had enough of this shit. Enough. And it's a fucking phenom sweeping the nation. But this could be an interesting kicking the ass for it since Fortnite is like hosting fucking concerts and shit which that's always that that's always the first sign that a you know the creativity is starting to hit that wall and b you motherfuckers getting a lot of corporate money like i'm talking a lot of motherfucking where 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 that though yeah you getting a lot of them shits when you hosting fucking streaming concert events like what the fuck is that like i said stick to the motherfucking basics and about apex that's what that's what this portion is about it reminds me of borderlands because you have the different classes that you pick from i think it's like about eight classes eight i think it's like eight to ten classes in which two are at a premium that no i believe it's eight classes two of which you have to pay ten dollars for each for these characters that that's the thing about this game even though it is free to play there are a bunch of different cosmetics upgrades characters and more that you literally can pay to either advance or play in the game itself i played it i like the map i think the map is probably bigger than the one in fortnite i think if not it may be around the same size i like the different terrains on the map and I like the building structure. This isn't like uh, you're gonna take make take materials and build your own fort. It's none of that bullshit. It's more about moving from structure to structure. You even scale and climb and run run along the walls and climb up shit. Like you you get all of that feel to the game while still also being able to pick from this class like it would be in Borderlands. So again you got the combat medic, you got a robot scout, you got a rave cyberkinetic like cyberpunk like character who uses has special abilities, you know, again you got the soldier that, you know, that, you know, fucking has um and that's the thing with these characters, they all have um ultimate moves. So their ultimate moves impact the gameplay on the field. I think you hit L1 R1 on PlayStation and there's an ultimate move that that they can produce as well, which you know, has fucking, um, advantages out in the field. So I like that element to the game. It's kind of RPG is in, in nature, except that there's no like leveling scale, but there's at least like supers, if you will. And again, it has that like borderlands, like to too. And it's kind of almost like that similar in design. So essentially apex legend, I think is a possible contender for taking a little bit of glory from Fortnite, but probably not for much longer but i mean ultimately it's a very interesting game to play Uh, i definitely think everyone should give it a try at least feel it out you know like i said it's a fucking free free to play game on all the platforms so i got it. it was like 17 gigs for a download which was ain't a fucking thing with gigabit come on now come on now that's what i spend that 200 a month for and then, um, otherwise, yeah, I mean, you know, so far it's the, it's the hot thing right now as far as gaming is concerned. And they just dropped it like a fucking Beyonce album. But, um, speaking of which, I should probably take this platform right now to apologize. I know of the last episode, and again, I was, you know, I wasn't well, okay? You know, I had my do-rag on, <laughs> you know, I was in a specific state. Um, I talked a lot of shit about um, Resident Evil 2, the remaster, and I want to apologize about that. So let me explain. I know I initially in the last episode spoke about how Kingdom Hearts is a fucking waste of time. I still very much so also would like to say that I stand behind that fucking waste of time. And um, as far as Resident Evil 2, I apologize for talking shit about that game because I didn't realize it was going to be so fucking funny to watch this shit is fucking hilarious like these fucking x-gon give it to you memes that come from the fucking resident evil 2 remastered video it's fucking hilarious so i don't know if i went into detail about this shit so resident evil 2 and going into it, and i'm speaking very lightly as someone that's not deep in the series so i know fucking fans are gonna be all cringy like oh that's not the whole story fuck you um the whole bit of it is um During the game, you're being stalked by this fucking creature that's been created by the Umbrella Corporation, simply known as Mr. X. And Mr. X's job is pretty much just to fuck you up and to kill you. I think his whole thing is that he's going around killing all the witnesses of this incident that has happened. So he's like stalking you throughout the game. Certain parts of the game, he is simply stalking you like you can hear his heavy ass footsteps. He looks like Dolph Lundgren in a fucking trench coat with a fucking fedora on. And he's just like, it's the funniest fucking thing. Because at first glance, it's like he'll just pop through a door, see you, roll up on you, punch the shit out of you. And then I think like eventually break your neck or crush your skull or whatever the case may be. But it's just still fucking funny. (coughs) Excuse me see these videos when when he's like literally like like you you see the character walking and i'm gonna post the shit here but like you literally see the motherfucker going there and i don't know how they've been getting away with it on like youtube because you'll hear the fucking x gone give it to you mike song and he'll just come out of nowhere it's like x gone give it to you. And just knock the shit out of motherfuckers. It is the funniest fucking thing. I can say this is probably the only time I've ever seen a Resident Evil that I actually wanted to watch, like the fucking, like the actual gameplay playthrough for. Otherwise, I'm not playing that fucking game. Fuck that game. No, I just want to apologize because I didn't realize how entertaining it fucking was. Like that shit to me is entertainment. That shit is funny as fuck. I'm sorry. So. I had to apologize. Resident Evil 2 gets at least some good kudos off of being fucking entertaining enough to watch for a playthrough. Kingdom Hearts. And um, speaking of games, there's um, and this is the roundabout for this particular segment. Um, Days End. Days End apparently is another zombie-based game that's um, been in development for a while now. It's now coming out. Believe it's coming out. I think it's a PlayStation exclusive. Exclusive. I could be wrong. It's coming out in um, April, and I know pretty much from what I've seen, it just looks like if you're a fan of The Walking Dead, it's like the Daryl Dixon Simulator. You're like a fucking biker who's like trying to escape from zombie hordes. You got like assortment of guns, and you can modify your bike to be able to like avoid them and all sort of shit. I thought it was potentially a game that, you know, I would get just because, you know, I've had, you know, a couple of members of my like all of the like online gaming clan and what and whatnot that I'm um with, you know, say like, yeah, hey, dude, like, yeah, you ought to get this game. It ought to be fun. No, fuck that. No, I'm not going to be some fucking dickhead on a fucking chopper in the middle of the forest trying to fucking evade from fucking zombie hordes. I'm good. That shit sounds like it's going to get boring as fuck in like the first 20 minutes. And again, the only thing I'm going to be thinking to myself is, why didn't The Walking Dead ever have a game like this? Because again, this is the Daryl Dixon simulator. Like, that's all it is. It's, it's like Norman Reedus on a bike in the woods, running from zombies, shooting zombies, and all the shit in between. So no, I'm not getting a fucking game. That shit is completely fucking out. I wouldn't get the game. I Again, I'm not advising to get the game. I'm saying check the shit out. I personally just don't know, after having looked at it, and I'm just like, mm, yeah, nah, nah. So, as we round out this particular, um, this particular episode, I gotta mention, of course, one of my favorite segments, which is live from the fucking comment section. I just have to. Because this shit is so fucking goofy, the shit that motherfuckers come up with. So, I got two main, main pieces here, really, as we round this shit out. And I, I'm kind of torn as to where I want to start first. Fuck it, I'm going to start at the first shit, because this is, this is wild, okay? And this kind of was more so popular media, but I wanted to um tie into the fucking internet side of it first. So, Rapper21Savage, right now is in custody with ice because it revealed that this gangster Atlanta rapper is actually a migrant from the UK who never got his fucking visa at all. When here for like the last 10, 11 years, here's my first fucking thought. I'm like, bro, you got millions of dollars. The very minute you got that record deal, you didn't think to yourself, Oh shit. I should probably get like all my shit like straight because I got the bread to do it now so the fact that he never did that is kind of wild to me like it, it, it was weird like at first I thought it was just a fucking joke you know how the internet say stupid stupid shit like they're always trying to break my heart talking about fucking Jackie Chan dying like every fucking like five minutes knock on wood but um motherfuckers when I saw the shit I was like all right first of all ice him like he's from Atlanta right Apparently not. Mm. So let's dig deep into this motherfucking story, because I'm not going to continue to scratch the surface. I'm going to let you see exactly what the fuck this is about. So, 26-year-old, 21 Savage, whose legal name is Shea Ben Abram Joseph, was detained early morning after being accused of overstaying his visa. Irish reported he was arrested as part of a targeted operation, which is fucked up, which is fucked up, meaning that they were clocking him for a while, which is why I said... As soon as he got his fucking money, his first taste of money, he should have got his fucking papers all lined up. So this shit is his fault. Like, I understand people's like, yo, that's fucked up. This, this, and this. Y'all don't understand. Fuck understanding. There's nothing to understand. If you got enough money to be throwing the shit around, you got time to be dicking down uh, Amber Rose and going on slut walks and those other things. Get your fucking papers in order, B. Look at the fucking political climate that the country is in right now. See, the problem was, motherfucker thought that probably he had enough money, enough status, the way the shit never really mattered, so, like, what the fuck ever. But again, this shit gets interesting, so let's just, let's just go. Um, saying the rapper was actually from Britain and came to America with his family as a minor. Abraham Joseph, twin with Savage, uh, lawyers confirmed that his family overstayed their work visas in a statement Monday, but says Savage was left without legal status through no fault of his own. This is a civil violation and a continued detention of 21 Savage serves no other purpose than to unnecessarily punish him and try to intimidate him into giving up his right to fight to remain in the United States. That's a good fucking attorney because that attorney knows good and fucking well fucking client confidentiality agreement, all that bullshit. It's like, bro, your fucking client was negligent in the shit and just never bothered to fucking get his paperwork fucking straight. That's just what the fuck it is. Let's just call it for what it is. It's fucked up, but it's true. Um, obviously our client is not a flight risk as he's widely recognizable. See what the fuck I mean. A prominent member of the music industry. Mm-hmm. Likewise, uh, Mr. 21 Savage is clearly on Miss 21 Savage since he's from, since he's a fucking Brit 21 Savage. And in fact, his contributions to local communities and schools that he grew up in are examples of the type of immigrant we want in America. So here's what's funny. Hold on. His attorney's name is Charles Cuck? Oh, that's wild. That's wild. His last name is Cuck and it's K-U-C-K. Cause I was like, Cuck, what? <laughs> that's fucked up. Oh man, that's fucked up. Mr. Cuck? Mm, that's fucked up. That's rough, bro. That's that's a rough ass name. Um, <laughs> um let me see. Mr. Cuck. <laughs> Never said his client's never hidden his immigration status from the U.S. government and that he applied for a visa in 2017. My nigga, that was two years ago. I'm pretty sure you had bread before them. That's what I'm saying. The visa reserved for... um He, he applied for a U visa, which is reserved for victims of certain crimes who have suffered mental or physical abuse and are helpful to law enforcement and government officials. Mmm. Interesting. It's given to around 10,000 people each year, according to The Hill. It's not clear in what way he was a crime victim... For the purpose of the visa. Twenty-one has long been considered a local act from Atlanta and is said in a set of interviews that he grew up in the city. He has recounted joining a gang as a teenager and selling drugs to get by, as well as being expelled from DeKalb County School District for gun possession. Ice pushed back against the, that description shortly after arresting the rapper. They and she spokesman told CNN this week that his whole public persona is false. Meaning, all of that gangster shit that we heard about 21, the motherfucker Slick Rictus is another Brit that came in telling stories and shit. The motherfucker never did any of that shit, which if you think about it now, do. If you've been here without a fucking working visa, the very minute you would have got arrested for a gun charge, you're out of there. So think about that for a second. He's been putting on purpin Which is short for perpetrating. There's another, you know, another, you know, urban dictionary moment. So he's been perpetrating this whole time a fucking charlatan that he's been about all this street shit, and he's not. He's some motherfucker from the UK. That's wild as fuck to me. And what makes it even wilder is... I'm wondering, like, so was it that the motherfucker basically got a bunch of tats, started hanging around a bunch of motherfuckers, trying to do some dumb shit, kind of like this motherfucker who's currently now on trial, motherfucking um, Takashi, where it's another motherfucker who's not about that particular life, but you're around a bunch of motherfuckers doing that shit, and they're so fucking dumb to not realize that, oh, hey... He's not really built for this kind of life, so we don't see the implications that could happen here. See, in 21's case, and again, that U visa says someone that would be, and let me go back to fucking say this, um, let's see, um, would be helpful to law enforcement or government officials. Is 21 a fucking snitch? Huh. That's interesting. Cause when I cause when I went to Twitter, I saw a couple of rappers, you know, from Atlanta. One being Father and from Awful Records. Another being um, I Love McConan. I Love McConan kind of shaded him. Was just like, well, I kind of knew something wasn't real, something wasn't right because I'm from I'm from the South Side of Atlanta, and I mean, you know, to put it plain speakingly, man, this has probably got to be the biggest bombshell in the rap game for a long fucking time, like, I honestly think we need to kind of cut the bullshit, and just call it for what it is, dude, like, he was putting on, and, th- and here's the thing, I'm not saying this to say, like, oh, yeah, no, 21 Savage gonna fuck somebody up, I'm not, look, I'm not taking all that tough guy shit away from, him. whatever, oh, excuse me, you want to be a tough guy, be a fucking tough guy, I'm not taking another way from me. I'm just not, but the fact that you and this dude talking about all the shit that you did, you had a gun charge, all this other silly shit like that, and ICE is just simply saying, yeah, nah, that wouldn't happen. Because if that happened, we would have got you to fuck up out of this country. I believe that. I believe that. I'm sorry. He's not that big and prominent of a figure to have a government conspiracy centered around him. Like, let's just be fucking real, okay? So 21 Sauvage, the 21st Sauvage, Okay? Is a fucking front. It's a fucking front, and said that um, if he is deported, the artist could face a ten-year ban on returning to the U.S. So, if he is in fact fucking deported, he ain't coming back until he's a grown-ass thirty-five. He, you know, he's gonna go from a twenty-one. He's gonna go from twenty-one savage to fucking to a thirty-two-year-old bloke. So no, fuck all that. But see, let me tell you why that part of it was like fucked up and funny. But let me tell you why it's even more funny, okay? So Instagram, I go to fucking Instagram and it it, it kind it was kind of crazy how it all came together because then I found myself following an Instagram account that is dedicated strictly to fucking memes on 21 Savage being British. It's literally called 21 Savage British. And it says, Sir Savage the 21st. And again, it's got, like, everything on here from saying his birth certificate, would show he was born in, Newham, London, which apparently is, from what I've seen, is a ghetto in London. So, it's not taking nothing from that. But then they got stuff like, this is how 21 Savage be writing his verses. And he's got the fucking fucking quill in the fucking and in the inkwell and then it says 21 savage pull up at your mama house and put some rounds in it and it's got like one of those fucking colonial cannons and shit Motherfucker said he's not a blood he's a fucking red coat it's like little dumb shit like that the whole fucking time it's a seventh grade got caught with a musket sent me to Ireland. so i'm just like yo this shit is fucking stupid and if you look at the shit it's like, yo, I just, I can't believe these new age rappers, man. I just fucking can't. I just fucking can't. Like, my thing was, it's like Slick Rick, yeah, he was a storyteller. So the shit he was saying, yeah, these were all sorts of, like, things he came up with. But he owned that shit. See, rappers back then, they owned that kind of shit. Like, rappers own their truths. Old school rap, at least. But this these motherfuckers now, man, no, I don't know, dude. I don't know. You got motherfuckers not even from here, but saying they're from the worst parts of the sh- of the mean streets of Atlanta with gun charges and ICE is like, yeah, now nah, that's bullshit. Because if that was the case, he would have been the fuck up out of the country sooner. And again, there's no refuting that. So now I'm curious uh, if you are listening to this and watching this podcast, you're a fan of Twenty One Savage. How the fuck does that make you feel to know that all of that gangster shit he was talking about, all that hard hard shit, is literally tea and crumpets? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, he faked it till he fucking made it, though. So I'm not all the way mad at him. Because goddamn, what a motherfucking plan. But I am upset at the fact that this goofy motherfucker, once again, did not get his fucking paperwork in order. So that's the one part of him that is fucking clownish. It's like, come on, my man. You fucking got millions of dollars, like I said, doing shows, tours, you know, had a crazy, you know, seemingly healthy relationship with Amber Rose. And you didn't even get your fucking green card? <laughs> oh, well. Shit happens. Hey, bon voyage, my boy. It is what it is. Got to respect the real. But speaking of the real. This shit is real fake. Um, I close this out with... Um, Instagram still being on fire, so, and this was, like, a good, like, almost week ago, um, you know how you'll get the people that'll constantly tell you, like, random stuff, like, hey, today's special, um, you know, you know, oh, you, you, you want, you want to make money with me, um, send me a DM, and then they tell you, like, hey, like, crazy shit, like, um, like, hey, you give me $75, and I'll give you 300 and of the 300, just take 150 and give me the other 150. You, you you know, these like green dot card scams, all this other shit. You would think by now 2019, motherfuckers will kind of stop. But the shit still goes on. So randomly, I don't know where the fuck it came from. Somebody decided to come into my DMs with this shit. This pseudo girl that fucking came into my DMs with this shit. And it was fucking hilarious. So... I'm going to go ahead and fucking do the rundown because it's all going to be right here. But I'm going to read it out. So I said something to to the likes of, so if I give you 75 and it turns to $750, you will take 125 And she says, no, you're not sending me nothing until you send me my cut. I'm like, okay, gotcha. My bad. I was pretty much born yesterday. I'm kind of dumb. So <laughs> this whole time, I'm like leading her the fuck on and it gets real good. She says, all right, so you send me $75 to the information I give you. And I get it out the system. And I say, okay, well, why don't I just give you $100? You can keep the rest and go get chicken or something fly like that. So, like, I'm having fun with this fucking scammer who thinks that she's really about to, like, get me for, like, $7,500. I'm like, there's no fucking way. So, you know, then she goes, like, you know, like, hey, you know, all I need is your Cash App name to get started. And I'm like, I just need to know if this is legit. Because it's the last of the money till I get paid next month. Otherwise, I could use this money for my grandma's championship belt brace. Now, again, <laughs> this motherfucker is probably from, like, Uganda or Nigeria somewhere. Because, like, my American sarcasm is so heavy in these fucking replies. It's ridiculous. And someone said, which one would you like to do first? Yes, sweetie. Works 100% guaranteed cash. You will get your cash with no problem. So, I remember fucking like going back and forth because the thing is i'm telling myself like yo this is good shit i can't wait to do this for the podcast so then i go ahead and go like all right so um what time you get off of work and and she's like 10 30 i'm like damn that's late why you work so late i'm like that's the red light special you work at the red light special and she's like no at western union i'm like that's my favorite tlc song He's like, okay. And I'm like, yo, Lit, Food at Western Union is so good. I love their buffet-style pancakes. (laughs) You know, it's like dumb shit. And And I'm telling you, your average person that's from here would know that I'm fucking with this person. But they're clearly not from here. So... She goes, no, not that type of Western Union. Okay, so what's your cash app? Because the whole time she's just trying to get my cash app because apparently this scam works. If I give one the cash app, you know, they put a pay request. I pay them, which I know if I do that, that money's pretty much fucking gone. It's just gone. So there's no fuck way I'm doing this shit. So I said, okay, and I'm bullshitting. like, hey, it's telling me to update. So as soon as it updates, I get information. So then I make the joke of like, lip So I'm glad we gotten so cool just now. I can't wait to get this money. I'll have a new friend. I'll be a new client. Depending on where you live, we might be able to see Stevie Wonder in the Dark on Broadway. (laughs) So it's like, I'm just being a complete fuck for this whole fucking transaction. So I think the funniest shit, like I said, because at some point, you know, I just ultimately told one, like, fuck out of here. The funniest shit is, is that then as I'm like egging one on. I was just like, yeah, I was like, I was like, so yeah, I'm like, I'm like, so why don't you send me a picture so I know, like, this is you and who you are. She's like, oh, well, just add me, just add my Instagram profile. And I'm like, yeah, I don't want to do that because, yeah, I'm like, just just send me a picture. So, sends me, excuse me, sends me this fucking picture right here. And I'm just looking at him and I'm like, okay, based off of the picture and the profile and that picture there, that's not you. I don't know who the fuck that is, but that's not you. It's like, there's no way that's fucking you. Like, no way that's fucking you. And then I, and then what I did is I then put, like, I, I put, you look like Nicki Minaj, and Meek Mill had a miracle baby that was all about that money. And the motherfucker finally broke and put LOL and shit. So, you know, I, I, I just remember just, j- just fucking with this person all the way till I ultimately knew him, like, the fuck out of here. Like, I'm not buying any of your fucking scheme, man. Like, no. Fuck that. It's 2019. Stop trying to fucking... Be scammers and all this other bullshit. Like, come on. Like cut the bullshit. Especially like that. Like my thing is if you're gonna do something wrong, do it right. That's the wrong way to do it. Cause then yo, dumbass just found yourself on my podcast for being a fucking idiot. But um nonetheless, it's definitely been a journey. Like I said, I'm I just I just feel so much better. Uh I feel good. I feel good about, you know, the direction in which I'm going and so many facets of my life, really. You know, just even beyond the show, but the show, you know, especially is one of those things. And I just, you know, I'm just happy to be able to be an outlet. Like I said, I look forward to to continuing to hear you guys' feedback. Like I said, it's been great. All my friends, shout out to everybody that's listened to the podcast, that's downloaded, that's shared, that's you know, commented back, giving me feedback. Like I said, shit just gives me a rush. And you know, I'm just having fun because this is just me and my natural element anyway. So, you know, I, I look forward to being able to, you know, come together again for the next bit. Like I said, production values are like on and popping now. So, again, I, I got to thank you guys, the fucking listeners, though, because you motherfuckers, yeah, you motherfuckers earned this shit. OK, you listeners, you downloaders, you folks who have been streaming, commenting and, you know, sharing it. And I love the sharebacks because, again, you know, you, again, there's a warning label on it. This ain't for the fucking haters. This ain't for the detractors. These aren't for the people who have other podcasts who feel threatened about this space that I'm coming And It's not about this shit at all. Everyone has an outlet, their own point to come from. And I guess my biggest thing is I always know my point of view is always a little different. So, you know, I appreciate folks who, you know are enjoying the unique experience that is my, you know, perspective on all things life, media, and nerd-related. I'm your host, Imani Wilson, and this has been another bombastic podcast. You can check out this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anywhere, really, that you listen to your podcast, uh, Anchor.FM. That's where you can also um, check me out, Anchor.FM forward slash bombastic. And um, you can be able to go ahead, check out, you know, the main feeds there. Definitely on YouTube, please, by all means. Check me out on YouTube, obviously, with this video, this podcast. Um, you search Bombastic with Imani Wilson on YouTube. Um, like I said, like, comment, share, you know, give me feedback. And most importantly, you know, just stay tuned because, like I said, we're only getting warm, and this is episode two of many coming soon. I'm Imani Wilson, and this has been another one. Peace. We out.